Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Instacart for the win. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy, they know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. This is New Year, New Beginnings, Part 2. So last week we talked about, you know, the new year and, and you know, kind of a fresh start and how people bring in the new year. And I kind of discussed a little bit about, you know, I've had a pretty exciting new year. Um, as all of you know, on Instagram, I had announced my engagement. There was a lot of, like, confusion, what have you, about that. But um, you guys finally figured it out. You know, my engagement was to Mr. Ed Hartwell, who I have in the studio. Hey, babe. Ow! Oh, Lord. (laughs) And I also um, have with me today Raymond Coleman. He's been on the show before, and he's my mentor, my friend, um, just all around amazeballs. Does so much great work, you know, surrounding spirit, but also very much about life building and um, career building and just kind of finding that path that's uniquely your own. Raymond, welcome. Howdy doody. I'm awesome. So how's your new year going so far? My new year is perfect. Um, it's just going just right. You know? And uh, especially after the day after New Year's and being at your house. Yeah. That was a wonderful experience. Oh, I was so happy you could be here. You know, one thing both me and Ed share is that we're both very much about family. And over the holidays, um, we went with both of our families to the Georgia Mountains, rented cabins, just had a really good time, like running around, you know, eating way too much food. I think every time we cooked a meal, we cleaned up and somebody else would cook something else. Um, and it was a lot of fun in our pajamas and onesies, just like good old fashioned family time. That is good stuff. I made it a point to uh, tell my wife that there's only two things I'm going to watch during the holidays. I'm not watching my weight, but I'm definitely going to watch a lot of TV and Christmas lights. Oh, absolutely. So how was your holiday? I had a lot of fun, you know, um, with the family. We had a great time. Both families came together. Uh, I also got pledged. (laughs) Um, I had to stand up and sing my alma mater. From all the schools I've ever been to, I had to, like, you are fix just Mr. Pulliam's plate. Um, he was in the military, so I had to go See, through okay, what Ed is what Ed is alluding to, that. so the, the whole process <laughs> in asking for my hand in marriage was just that, a process. You know, my dad is very old school, and he made him work for it. I had a great time. I had a great time doing it, though. It, it, it was wonderful. He He loves you dearly and that's why he put me through the gambit he said you're not gonna be like them other folks 
Oh, Lord. Okay, I'm going to stop. Please stop. But, and of course you're not, because that's why you're the one that I chose to spend my life with. But, um, so when we came back from the cabins, um, then we had even more family come in town to spend the new year with us. So we literally had a house full of family um, from the 22nd of December through the 4th of of January. Um, But it was definitely, definitely a good time. And something that I decided to wait to share, you know, I did definitely share the fact that we were engaged on Instagram and there's been some, you know, a lot of excitement around when we'll get married and what we'll do and if we're married and what have you. And um, this is definitely my husband. We're definitely married. She's married now. (laughs) I was married now. (laughs) Yay! Oh, yeah. And um, Raymond was actually, he uh, did the pleasure of not only marrying us, but also doing our premarital counseling, which is something, you know, if you're thinking about marrying, like I absolutely 100% completely would say to do it. Um, So people, so often I feel like people get so excited about the wedding. They plan for the wedding. They plan for the day of But the most important part, and that has always been the most important part to me, is planning for the lifetime together. So, any words on that, Raymond? No, you have said everything that needs to be said about that. I think that a lot of discussion goes on in marital counseling, which, uh, just to give people a good overview of what you're talking about, a lot of the discussions that go on in, in marital counseling are some of the discussions that actually occur after marriage. So what I try to do is to uh, put those um, uh, discussions and those uh, questions on the table prior to. So there is no guesswork in terms of uh, the individual that you're spending your life with. Uh, And some of the questions are very tough questions, and some of the questions come very easily. Um, So um, uh, some people may find it a benefit, and some people may find it a distraction. But it's just a matter of what works for you. That's the only thing that I would say. If it works for you, beautiful. But I promise you that it will actually bring you closer together. Yeah. Raymond is also an ordained minister. I didn't um, throw that part in. And I honestly really enjoyed it. And it was funny because Raymond thought we were cheating. He was like, are y'all cheating? Because I feel like these answers are real similar. (laughs) But we didn't cheat, Raymond. I got it now. I got it now. When I got a chance to be with y'all one-on-one, I could, I could feel it. I said, okay. They were pretty much on the up and up on everything. And, and that's a good thing because y'all's uh, honesty and authenticity is what's going to make for a beautiful life spent together. Aww. You know, the good thing about it is um, <clears throat> I was kind of excited you thought we were cheating because in any relationship, I feel like you want to be equally yoked. And I think a lot of people when they think about being equally yoked, they just think, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm this and I'm that. But it goes a whole lot deeper than that, a whole lot um, as far as your daily life, the things you want, your dreams, your aspirations, your morals. And a lot, and on a lot of that, we already felt that we had that connection, but it just kind of it proved it right when we went through the classes that you put us through. Good. I'm glad you felt that. I actually felt that it was... Uh one of the most beautiful ceremonies that I've had the opportunity to officiate. Um, And I don't mean that in terms of visual. I mean that in terms of the energy that was being emitted, not only by you two, 
but by the people in attendance. There was so much love in that room that it was just phenomenal. Um, and I wish that I could borrow it and not sell it, but just give it away. Oh, man. Can I tell you, it was my dream. And it was, thank you for being a part of it. And thank you, baby, for definitely making that dream come true. Um, we did it literally in our living room of our home with, we each, and we come from large families, both of us. I'm one of four. Ed is one of six. So you can imagine if you decide to say, okay, each person, you get 25 people, including family, to choose who's going to be there. And that's literally what we did. We invited people. They had no clue they were coming to a wedding. They thought they were just coming to a New Year's party. And it was fun. We had a great time. I and mean, you talk about dreams. We Both our dreams came true that day. Um, we have an amazing time together. But the biggest thing is uh, even afterwards, we had so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. And they oh, wow. gave me the mic. Oh, my goodness. And the worst <laughs> thing you can do at a party is give me the mic. Because if you give me the mic, oh, we going to have a good time. Lord, the next morning <laughs> we woke up and there we literally probably had about tw- 20 of the guests we're still at our house. Every couch had someone on it. Every bed had someone in it. Um, but that's a sign of a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. And may I add to that, you know how every family has an Uncle Willie? Mm-hmm. There Pookie Willie. It wasn't an Uncle Willie, but Ed has his friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who I promise you is Uncle Willie. <laughs> I mean, we we call him Timothy Maurice the Gorilla Johnson. Oh, you gave his whole name. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry. I have nothing to do with that. Oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was fun. The food was good. The people were good. Oh, yes. The atmosphere was filled with love. And uh, like I say, I wish I could bottle it and just give it away. And I have to say thank you. Like, I literally pulled together my dream team of people who I've worked with, who I love, who I have personal relationships with, you know, from the caterer to every person who served to the photographer to everyone had a very special and intimate connection with Ed and myself. And that made it even more special. And then when they got there, not knowing that it was our wedding, they just thought they were, you know, coming to work a a party that we'd normally have at the house. And it made it even that much more special, the excitement that was felt. Um, You know, Chef Idris, I thank you. I'm going to have to have everyone on the show also. Um, He did an amazing job. He's an executive chef, and he's also on the board of my nonprofit. And the food, awesome. Um, You know, Aisha, my makeup artist, and um, Lindsay, and, you know, everyone just came and did a a really great job, and then we partied after. It's great when you have the people who are coming to work the event who then, in turn, stay and enjoy it as well. Yeah, we had had a great time, and the the good thing about it is uh, we have great pictures Mm -hmm. that we've actually— Look through, and it brings back the times like it was like it just happened. Yeah, so Danny did a great job. Danny did a wonderful job, and I can't wait to see the the video. Mm-hmm. Bruce did the video, Bruce Brooks, and um, I can't wait to see that video. And I'm <laughs> lucky to have in the family my sister in law. I decided I'm going to stop calling her my sister in law. She's just my sister now. Um, Jade Lee Events, um, the flowers balls. Like she's so amazingly talented. Um, she has Jade Lee Events, which is an which is a wedding planning uh, business that she has here in Atlanta. But she does weddings 
around the world, um, you know, from the Caribbean to all across the country. So she does some of the most high-end weddings uh, that I've ever seen. And I was lucky enough to have her as a sister. So, you know, she did her thing. So she thanks, did. Jade. She did. I mean, I, I've already told her that when I die, she's going to do my funeral. <laughs> what? <laughs> she is, she turned the the uh, fireplace into just one huge bouquet of flowers yeah. with floating candles. And that was just like mind boggling. I couldn't get over it. In fact, I, when you were talking, I got chills. That's how beautiful it was. It was that like, literally I came down, I came into the living room and just started crying because I'd never imagined how all of those flowers would turn into something so beautiful. And I love flowers. Like for me, that was my biggest thing. And Ed knows I was like, I don't need all the other fluffy, this, that, so forth, and the other. I just want to be surrounded by flowers because that's something I do in our household regularly. We always have fresh flowers in the house and I buy them weekly and replenish them because there's just something about it that's just so inviting, so warm, so welcoming. And it's kind of like a show of love. You know, the thing that I enjoy just just to piggyback on that is a lot of people have gifts and in those gifts just to sit there and I'm walking through the the living room and you you start off with one flower and each flower one flower at a time to create something like that is just amazing yeah yeah absolutely yeah it was awesome and then fezzy Babe, you killed it with my ring. Oh, shout you out to Fezzy. You killed it with my ring. Shout out to Fezzy. He, and, the fun, and it's awesome when you come together and you both share the same jeweler. So it made it real, real easy. Because I'd been going to Fezzy for years upon years, and you had as well. And he got it right away. Huh. And it was nice when we were able to meet people who we knew in common, who knew us individually and were like, I'm so excited for you guys. These are two great people who are coming together. Um, and that's that just like it made my heart like be excited even more. But I know we're so on the mushy mushy today. But, you know, this is something that I wanted to take the opportunity. I know people were very you know interested and there was a lot of buzz about it, but I wanted to share it in our own way. So stay tuned to Candid Lakeisha and more details about my exciting new year and getting married. Ow! <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Look for us online at play.it. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. I have my husband. I love saying that word. I have my husband, Mr. Ed Hartwell in the building, and also uh, Mr. Raymond Coleman, who actually married us. He was the officiant. So welcome back, guys. What do you have to say, Ben? I just have to say one thing. I'm sitting here looking at my wife and her. She has a cap on. She just looks so beautiful in that cap with that Pocahontas braid coming down her hair onto her shoulder. That jumpsuit is probably the sexiest jumpsuit I've ever seen in my life. Hilarious. I mean, that smile just brightened up my day every morning. And um, I just want to say to the fellas out there, if you listening or to the women out there, if you listening, Somebody that make you feel like a million bucks every morning to wake up to and feel like a million bucks and your light just not right. If they not laying down next to you, that's what you want to go get. All the extra stuff. Forget about that. You want to be happy. I'm happy every day. I thank God every day. No matter what I go through, I thank him every day that I can wake up. 
to such a beautiful angel that he sent into my life. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to give you your props. Oh, thanks, baby. I love you. I love I love you more. Uh, infinity Galaxy, times infinity, infinity until light uh, years away. Uh, light. Mm, I said it first. Past it all. I said it first. I yes. love you this much. With my hand stretched out straight, it don't end. <laughs> Okay, so this is the thing we go through because he'll always be like, I love you. And then we go, it's, it's, it's an inside thing. Don't don't worry about it. But anyway, Jawan, what you got to say? My brother's in the studio making faces at us. Huh? Get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but you know, what I, you know what I can say? You know, to people out there, like, it only takes one. You know, so often people get caught up in the the ratios or the statistics or, you know, all of this different, you know, all of the different things that say, you know, that it's hard or it's difficult. But when you know, you know, and people say that and you're like, what the fuck does that really mean? When you know, you know, that don't make any sense. And I was one of those people who was like, really? Okay. Can you please describe it a little better? And I must say that when I knew it's something very completely different, and it isn't until you experience it because, you know, you at 30, I'll be 37 in April. You've experienced plenty of people who you've absolutely loved, who in the moment you felt, OK, this is the one. But not until you find the one do you feel the difference than any other relationship you've been in. I totally I, agree. What were you going to say, Raymond? I think the one usually is, uh, is, is it comes at the most unexpected time. Uh, it's not really a planned or it's not an idea of yours. It comes. Uh, and when you actually are really open for the possibility, and I think a lot of people are trying to create possibility as opposed to being open to possibility. Yeah, because I honestly, I was fighting it. Like, Ed always laughs at me. I did, and Raymond too, because he heard the whole behind the scenes banter as when I first met, you know, because I'd known Ed in passing for years, but we never really connected in that way. You know, he was married previously. I was dating someone else. So it was very much a, you know, hey, how are you? It was always cordial and friendly, but I never even, he was so not on my radar, even almost. And so then when we kind of, he came actually and helped with my nonprofit, and that's what opened the door for us to start dating. And I tried my best not to like him. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm not interested in being in a relationship. Yeah, that didn't last too long. (laughs) I think that we just, when we was just hanging out, we was just just being, having fun and, and laughing, joking. It was small things like cooking, grilling, Mm-hmm. But it was so many things in common, it kind of just fell. And it's times that I actually was driving home from times we've met, we've met up and, and ate and different things. And I'd be like, Jolly G, where's Batman? <laughs> 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 but, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it kind of became almost inevitable that it just was, it was it. That it factor was it. It was just easy and exciting and happy and and the morals and the family and we both got crazy families and we both love wow. both sides. Crazy. Um, we're both crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a good way. Not the crazy way, <laughs> but in a good way. In the good crazy. Yeah, I good feel crazy. you. But no, it's also, it's funny because like this relationship, I also did something different. And I feel like ladies, we do this. We almost tell the guy what they need to do and who they need to become to be who we want. 
So with this relationship, I ain't say much in the beginning. I let him do all the talking. I was just kind of listening. I was a little more reserved, a little more quiet, still myself. But instead of being, this is what I desire. I want to get married and I want this many kids. And these are the things that are a priority to me. These are my deal breakers. These are my, instead of giving all of that up front, I allowed him to show me who he was through his actions. And there were so many so many times when he would say things verbatim what I prayed for, not knowing. He would speak and his priorities would be completely in alignment and the things that he valued would be completely completely in alignment with who I am. And he didn't even know because I didn't even give him that inkling to know. And that's when I knew it was real. Well, I think... Our age and and things that that goes into that. I mean, over time, when you've been in different relationships and you get older, you realize what you want, the things that you desire. You get real clear. And the things that you don't desire. I mean, it was a list that I had that if if somebody possessed that, well, just one of them, it was a rat. It was over. And the great thing about it is that you possessed everything that I wanted and more. Things that I didn't even know I wanted. And you had none of the things that I had no desire to have. And that was the most wonderful. You say amaze balls. I'm going to say it was balls of amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Jawan, you cannot be in the background yelling. (laughs) Jawan's being such a hater right now. A hater. Is that hater age you drinking over there? Raymond, what be having been married for, you know, I love Cheryl. Raymond's wife is awesome. And, you know, you guys and you're one of the people who I always look to and ask for advice because I feel it's important that you ask people who are doing and are where you desire to be for advice. So being that I knew I wanted to be married, I knew family was important, you know, that's something else that, you know, you need to know. Don't ask your single friends for advice if you're in a relationship. That advice is going to be skewed. So I asked a couple, Raymond and Cheryl, you know, for that advice because they were very happily married and had the type of marriage and the shared the type of love that I one day hope to have too. So any advice, Raymond? Well, no, I think everyone's experience is so, so, so different. You know, the experience that leads up to the uh, engagement, the experience that leads through the engagement and up to the wedding, and then the experience afterwards. The only thing that I would actually tell people is that you need to understand there are two types of issues that uh, you as a, as a couple will experience. You're going to experience roommate issues, and hopefully you will experience you you will not experience a lot of the negative but you will experience love issues love issues will will always keep the relationship current and moving forward the the roommate issues i've have i have known through a lot of counseling that people divorce based on roommate issues it has nothing to do with the love of the individual and i think only because they have not defined that within themselves what love truly is and the way that it should be outpictured. You know, I think that when you are most unsuspecting, love have a, has a tendency to define itself to you as opposed to you defining love. And a lot of people go in with these 
high-lofted definitions of what love should be and how love should uh, be outpictured before they bring it into their experience. But everyone's environmental influences are so different, and everyone's experiences in terms of relationships are so different, which feeds into that person that you meet at that time. But then it's hard to say that what they say, what they do, and how they outpicture love is going to be the same, and it's going to look the same and feel the same the way that you experienced it. So you need to keep those things in mind as you move forward in any relationship. Because relationships are not designed to be a, a, a work in progress. They're designed to be experienced. Mm-hmm. And once you go through the experience, you can truly experience the person that you're with. Nice. Like, I appreciate all of that. And I'm just, I'm so grateful and I'm so happy and I'm so blessed. And it's so funny because we all will... A lot of times, you know, in the past, I've I prayed for abundance, and people tie that usually so much to wealth or to money. Uh, but what I've learned definitely over the past year is that abundance is, ima- is about so much more. Abundance is about living in the moment, embracing all that you have, and the most important, the most um, magical pieces of that abundance are not tangible. It's the love you share. It's the quiet moments. It's, you know, just the life that you build and that you share with the people who you love. Absolutely. Very well said. Very well said. But we're going to switch gears because we've been all spiritual and stuff. And I just want to say one thing. I'm just going to say this and I'm going to be done with it. People, everyone does not live every moment of their life on social media. I f- one of the biggest, you know, some of the biggest, because I know people are like, oh, I don't know if you read it. And the other thing, I have two things. People don't live their life completely on social media. And the second is just how it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. It takes so much more energy and time to say something mean-spirited to someone versus loving. And I feel a lot of people have missed that disconnect in terms of people. And we're all people and everyone has feelings. And the time that you take to say something nasty to someone, you could have spent doing something else. You really, really could have. Um, And I feel it was funny because people were like, oh, my God, like, where did this come from? How did they just meet? But with that being said, you know, I encourage people to live their lives, to enjoy every moment and to not be so caught up with capturing the perfect picture that you're not enjoying the biggest gift, and that's the present. Mm, very good. Mm. Very good. But that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drops the mic. Drops the mic. Take that, take that, take that. But no, and I just want to say, you know, thank you, thank you to everyone who has sent the both of us well wishes, who have sent their congratulations, who've sent their love. We feel it. We embrace it. We thank you for it. And, you know, I'm just excited to a lifetime because we're clear. Look, you mad, you need to go in another room till you get unmad. And then we're going to work this out because this is for life, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> for life. For life. Throw your hands in the air. But um, is there anything? I just want to close. Um, on the last uh, part of Candidly Keisha, um, 
we talked about, you know, just the new year and our hopes and our dreams and everything that we desire for this year. So is there anything, I'll start with Raymond, um, that you're looking forward to or that you're focusing on, an area you're focusing on growing in this year? It could be anything, just whatever positivity that you're putting out and exuding and leading with for your 2016. Well, you know, every day is a new beginning for me. And uh, I always, um, uh, and, and you said something about life, which I thought was very poignant. Uh, I was told years ago that a lot of people pursue life, but very few people live life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important because people get so wrapped up in pursuing their professional lives, pursuing relationships, pursuing every aspect uh, of the uh, peripheral things that really they feel makes their life. But if you just live, you know, and that's, that's been Cheryl's and our mantra uh, uh, every, every morning and every night. We uh, end our days by telling each other three things that we appreciate about the individual. And uh, in the beginning, I remember when we first started this exercise, how strenuous it was. And uh, I started making up, I appreciate your toes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really got down to things that were really didn't make any sense. And I started really, but I found myself, and she found herself slowly gravitating and finding things that I appreciate about life in general. Yeah. And so when we started waking up in the morning, we started seeing life differently, and it was all new. And I remember uh, we were talking on on the telephone with her mother and her sister um, two days before New Year's Eve, not New Year's Day, but New Year's Eve. And they asked us, were we going to make a resolution? Now, I immediately thought one thing, and before I could actually say anything, she says, you know, every day is a, is, a, is a new beginning for us, and so making a resolution would just defeat the purpose of enjoying the time mm-hmm. that we spend together and enjoying that moment. So we always are trying to pursue a health aspect, you know, to be healthy. We are always trying to pursue uh, the uh, spiritual involvement piece. We're always trying to pursue uh, bettering ourselves from an intellectual standpoint and being more insightful about world issues and about people in general. We always are trying to pursue better communication with not only between ourselves but between people and the people we come in contact with, the people who are in our circle and the people we come in contact with. So to create something outside of that means that I am projecting myself and I am setting myself up to pursue something that I'm already am. You know, every aspect of who we are, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, is a gift from God. What we do with those pieces of ourselves is our gift to God. And we have to be mindful that ain't nothing wrong with us. Now, there may be some things that we want to correct and we want to evolve, but it gives us, whoever we are, we have the opportunity to aspire to do better or to evolve out of that or to be able to share that with other people. So having a new beginning may mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but to, but to me specifically, every day is a new beginning. Every day I have a resolution, and my resolution starts off with enjoying the moment, enjoying the waking up with matter in my eyes and saying, mm-hmm. good morning, baby. It's, it's a new beginning in terms of how I make my breakfast. I, I don't try to replicate the same breakfast every morning for Cheryl and vice versa. We always try to put a little twist or something on it differently. So we celebrate, and we are always trying to create something new. 
And because of that, Happy New Year. Absolutely. Happy New Year. And I thank you for that, babe. Well, just to piggyback on some of what Raymond said, it, it I thank him because he actually opened my eyes to a lot of that during our session. Mm-hmm. And I really look forward to spending every day with you, uh, with the family, having fun, creating new moments. Making um, some babies. Making making 20 babies. No, we're not having 20, baby. This the, is, my vagina is not having 20 okay. babies. I Make, love you, though. Making two babies. Okay, um, we can have two. Good job. No, I'm not really? pregnant yet. Just FYI. Because <laughs> I know people are like, oh, it's a shotgun win. She must be knocked up. No, but I hope to be soon. <laughs> but just really just enjoying life and, and every day, like you said, just experience the moment. It's too many times that a lot of people, we don't know how much time we actually have here. So you got to enjoy every single moment. I mean, through the aches, through the pains, through everything, you got to find something to smile about and and enjoy life. Do the things that you love doing. Um, One of my other ones is the Big Heart Wellness and Sports Academy is open. (laughs) The doors is open. We actually have in our grand opening ceremony. Uh, Saturday, January 23rd at 10 a.m. We have free demo workouts tour the facility. We do all kind of things. I mean, you can come in. You can work out on your own. Uh, We have boot camps. Boot camps is um, boxing boot camp is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6.15 and 8.15. We have family boot camps Tuesday, Thursday, uh, 6.15, 8.15, Saturday at 10 a.m. We have actually sports training. What's your website so that they can Uh, get all this info? Website is BigHeartWSA.com. It's actually also, um, you can do BigHeartFoundation.com. And... We have an app, so yeah. if you not, if you can't come to the facility, we have an app. You know, a lot of people don't know what to do in the gym to get healthy. It'll give you everything you need. Just email us your name so we can give you access to the app. Download it in the App Store, Big Heart Wellness Sports Academy. Hold and on, we gotta slow it down so people know. I'm gonna recap this real quick. In don't, the App don't, Store, don't at Big Heart Wellness. Don't Ace Ventura Blue Forty Two right now. <laughs> uh, and send us your email to Big Heart WSA at Gmail. Dot com, BigHeartWSA at gmail.com. It's actually an amazing app. access. It's actually really, really good. Really it has up. It has this little guy who even, like, does the little workouts for this, you. Because, you know, some people will be like, do a lunge. And you're like, what the hell is a lunge? How do I really do it? But it's this little guy who goes through the motions on the app and, like, does it for you. Uh-huh. So I'm getting back in the gym because, you know, when you get happy and in love, you just start eating all types of stuff. And then you got to bring it back in. You got to bring it back down to reality. So I will be at boot camp today, babe. I promise I will love you afterward. I always love you. It does your nutrition too, so you can eat well. So it's it's really good. And we're also we're also going to work on some Keisha's Kitchen um, recipes to put on the app. Yes, sir. For some healthy food. So get that app. Um, It is Big Heart Wellness. um, Big Heart W S A. Is which at Gmail? At Gmail. At gmail.com. You can download the app at Big Heart Wellness and Sports Academy. When you type it in, it'll come up. And when you when you sign up for that, that actually helps kids. Right. You know, I'm big into helping kids with the foundation. It helps kids. Um, it's a free app, but it has some other stuff in it. And but it you helps can upgrade to, to Pro, and when you do that, it goes toward the, the charity, to toward the, the foundation. Um, also, make sure it's for Hartwell, so it's H-A-R-T. Versus, right. you know, the other so, spelling. So Big Heart is B-I-G-H-A-R-T. Yeah. I'm if I add to that? Yes. You don't have to be in Atlanta in order to benefit from it. 
because I have the app, and um, what I really like about it is that every morning there's somebody that is saying something that inspires you. I had to give you an example. This morning I was uh, I had jet lag because I spent like God knows how many hours in the airport trying to get back home. And uh, when I finally rolled over, I said, I'm not going to get up. And uh, every time um, someone sends an email, I hear a little, little ding, and I heard the ding, and I opened it up, and it just so happened to be uh, uh, one of the uh, people who were in my group that was saying, let's get with it. I have, I'm have, i inspired, and, and I said, well, let me get my behind on up and go and, go and work out. So I actually got up. And he's and all on. the way in Austin, Texas. All the way in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. <laughs> well, guys, I just want to say thank you guys so, so very much. I love you both dearly. Um, new year, new beginning. I'm excited for what life holds, but more than that, I'm enjoying and embracing this moment right here because you never, ever get it back. So this is Candidly Keisha. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll have a, another show for you next week. Ow! Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 